Welcome everybody to the cast from the coast. My name is Adam Oz and I'm joined as always by Josh Lambert, Aaron Peerless, and Tim Johnson. Tim, what are we talking about tonight? Well, we're going to continue what we talked about last week. The very underrated sequel, mm -hmm. The Collection, Ooh. from 2012. Stay tuned. I'm embarrassed to say, okay? <laughs> okay, so so me me and Aaron, me and Aaron are trying to trying to disguise what Adam is trying to like cover up, right? I see. So, well, it's it's worked greatly. So, I'm going to I'm going to take out mine. Huh? And I no, think you're Aaron should take off his. Go ahead, Aaron, take yours off. It, it works for Aaron. I think you should wear that all the time. All right, Adam. Well, take the hair away from the Oh my God! Look at him! Holy! Everybody, look at him! Point, point! <laughs> Everybody, point! Look! <laughs> uh, uh, itchy, itchy! Okay. All right, enough pointing and laughing at Adam. Tim, tell us the synopsis. Oh, oh, just hold on, I gotta do this for a minute. Yeah, me too. Uh, just one second. Uh, yeah. Josh, why don't you join in? That's me. Yeah. I wouldn't do that. Yeah, you, you would. Just fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Synapsis. What movie are we doing? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That was good. He had me fooled. A man who escapes from the vicious grips of a serial killer known as The Collector is forced to help and res rescue an innocent girl from the killer's booby-trapped lair. Yeah. The Collector. And as Tim said earlier... The <laughs> I said the wrong name. <laughs> and as Tim said earlier, a follow-up to what I feel, and what everybody kind of feels here, a very underrated slasher flick in the last... Let's change that. Let's change that. Yeah. Let's make it... Let's, this, let's make it rated. These, movie. these movies are awesome, yes. I, I, I try <laughs> to keep a straight face. Mm. Alright, so in this movie, The Collection... What happened? I got fucking hair from that what fucking the... wig in my face. <laughs> That's what happens when you're sucking on a cat. <laughs> ah! I thought it was like my beard hair, but I'm like, wait a minute. It's not beard hair. Fake beard I'm bald-faced. I'm bald-faced. <laughs> yeah, done. Okay. So in this one, we have a slight variance to the story. 
the whole idea behind this one is that we have a opening scene which was awesome. I'm just going to say mm. the opening scenario here, where the collector strikes and takes a girl hostage. So well, not co- takes her hostage. He collects her for his collection. Collection. And in this yeah. case, turns out to be the daughter of a very wealthy man who will pay a lot of money and has a lot of powerful friends who are going to stop at nothing to get her back. The situation in which she gets collected, we have Arkin from the first one uh, basically escapes and is in police custody because he's the only person to have essentially survived the collector at this point uh, and has any information that might potentially help the police. And he gets uh, struck with a deal by a, a family friend who's in charge of basically getting her back to help find where the collector is, where he's basically taking people. Where is the collector? Where, where he's collecting. Where he keeps his collection. Where he keeps Do we his establish collection. what kind of organization this guy's with? Uh, Which guy? Like, is he just hired by the family to be Shooter like... Shooter McGavin, folks! That's who we're talking about. Oh, they're like mercenaries, in my opinion. Yeah, okay. it's like a mercenary group that's hired by these super rich one percenters. Yeah, yeah. the, the Shooter McGavins yeah. of the world. This is what happens to Shooter McGavin after... Uh, Happy After Gilmore. Happy Gilmore beats him in the was it the green coat or the gold <laughs> coat the gold, or whatever it for was. the golden coat <laughs> yeah he goes and uh, yeah he hires a mercenary force for this movie so yeah uh, yeah there who was it again hmm? who was it again Shooter McGavin <laughs> Shooter <laughs> I had to do it again <laughs> all right here we go <clears throat> so interesting turn of events with the situation uh, come to find out that uh, Arkin has cuts on his wrist made in certain ways to indicate when he was in the trunk being taken uh, how the vehicle was moving. It was like one slash for so many beats uh, of emotion, and then there was slashes in different directions reporting that he felt the the vehicle turn in certain directions, and uh, he was able to very much so kind of lead them to an abandoned facility, which is actually it's a hotel, an abandoned hotel. And he's quite aware that this is exactly where it needs to, or where they need to be, and uh, they kind of, uh, uh, how shall I say, uh, expand, coerce him. yeah, coerce him, expand on the deal, put a gun to his head, so to speak, to uh, get them into the place. And that's when shit really starts to go wrong, as if it wasn't already. Yeah, it's like Jurassic Park three. <laughs> What do you mean by that? Please explain, Josh. It's exactly got, like Jurassic Park three. Yeah, yeah, it is. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. You got, you got, you got, you got. Uh, what was his What's name? Pro- what is William, William H Macy and. Uh, no, 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 no. Fucking um, Alan Grant. <clears throat> Doctor yeah. Grant. Sam Neill. No, Alan Grant. Grant. He doesn't he want to go to. Back He's to like, I'm just here to show you around the island, and then they're yeah, like, they Oh they no, do. we're landing. They dupe him. They've been the old switcheroo. It's true. Can't trust William H Macy. No. no. Anyways, that that's a different. <laughs> okay. <shameless. clears throat> okay. All right. So that's the general of the uh, of the movie as it stands right there, uh, and it it opens us up to the world of the collector a lot more. We start to see his actual collection. So we come to find out that, I mean, obviously, what happens to people when he collects them? So he tortures them. He basically dissects them. He 
puts makes, them makes art. Yeah, he makes art makes with them, and I love, and uh, it's on the poster. I love the uh, the the water filled uh, tubes or whatever yeah. that he has, like the the aquariums, where he's got like all the different like bone segments and the, the different pieces of the body and shit. It's fucking morbidly awesome. So it's well done. Now, last episode, I picked up on a couple tones with you guys being less than nice to the collector. I want to make sure that we're all very respectful of the fact that he's just doing his thing collecting, okay? We don't we don't need to be disrespectful. Hey, Josh, we, we get it. We get it. We got you your 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 name plate says the collector. I get that there's some sort of, you know, empathy and some affinity towards him and his collection. I get it. I get it. But I what felt you that I was really very. <laughs> I thought I was very nice about the. Picked up on a couple tones last episode with you folks. <laughs> you might I have apologize. Been he was doing something inappropriate. I apologize if anything came from me about the collector. He's just I, living I his best life. Yeah. All right. I ain't saying shit. <laughs> <laughs> you got no filter anymore you shaved it off that's right yeah. oh man i need one of those skype filters that adds my beard back why didn't i think of that <laughs> all right okay all right so yeah so they start to see the art itself and the fact that he has a lot more going on there's actually people that are still alive held captive in this place some of them are crazy and he actually kind of bends people to their will it turns into almost like a little bit of a House of a Thousand Corpses scenario with the amount of people. Like, they've got, like, the, the underground scenario with people that are kind of, like, caged and running wild. You know, like the Dr. Satan area under the ground. And uh, and he's got, you know, the, the whole daughter-type character. I don't even know if I want to say daughter character. She's weird. She's fucked. The, the one with all the makeup on her face and shit like this. Like the doll. Yeah, the doll. Like the doll. Yeah. yeah. And, well, uh, the ones downstairs are free range. Yeah, oh, free right. range. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, okay. Free range. Yeah. Well, they are. Yeah, that's true. Like it's a zoo. He's just running like a people zoo. I get it. He's got like the free range ones downstairs. He's got the one upstairs. It's all dolled up. That's like the bear. You go. You get to see the bear. That's the big thing. <laughs> that's their. That's their showcase animal. Wow. I don't know if I'd ever go to a zoo by run by Josh, but that's okay. <laughs> I got the free range shit downstairs, folks. Yeah, this is what we're calling down. the bear. Check, harmless. Take a look at my collection. Like, like llamas and yeah. Oh, okay. It won't hurt you. It's all living like harm. Like a petting zoo. <laughs> There's a lot of that going on. Okay. Bloodletting. <laughs> all right. All right. Anything else you guys want to add when it comes to the actual story or the characters that you want to talk about by any means? Because reality being, we're, we have we have Arkin from the first one, and we have the, yep. uh, the, the, the mercenaries who basically turn into cannon fodder for, throughout the movie. They're basically there to progress Arkin once again to be a heroic character. Uh, and then we... I... Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I, I, I like... I mean, I felt the collection was a very typical sequel yeah right okay. like it did what it had to do it continued the story from the first one but it elaborated on it and they made it bigger they added more people the traps and the kills were a little bit more elaborate um 
I just wish that we were able to get to know the collector a little bit more. Like, like we did, but we didn't. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I don't know. Still a lot of mystery. Well, yeah. I think we will get to know him a little bit more in the third one, because I don't know if you guys heard or seen, but uh, just in the last week alone, they released the first official images from the actual third movie. Yeah, and I was looking at him. And here's yeah. an interesting thing. It's the last movie that Tom Atkins filmed before he died. Oh, I didn't know that. It's his, it's his last movie. No. Yeah. So he was actually he was actually extremely pumped. Apparently he was a fan of the first two movies. And when they called him and said that they had a role, he was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> Which is great to hear. And I love to, I love Tom Atkins. He's, he's classic 80s fucking awesome. So to, for him to be in this movie, I can't wait. But, I mean, the first images, you come to, you come to see, obviously, that how this movie ended obviously doesn't go in Arkin's favor because he's in jail at this point. And it just looks like he's in a lockup. Right? It's just in the police station in a lockup. And the collector makes his way back in and collects his mask and his items back and uh, kind of starts booby-trapping the place or some shit. I don't know. It looks really interesting so far. So Adam said booby. I said booby. He did. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, yes. What's the uh, main actress's women, uh, actress's name? The woman uh, who gets... Uh, Elena. Kidnapped. Elena. Is that her, the character's name, Elena? Elena. 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 Yeah. Elena. Uh, Anyone else feel she was, like, super OP? Like, how did she get out of the chest? Oh, it was with her, uh, with her bra. With her bra. With her bra strap, yeah. Yeah, but this guy's collected so many collections, and she's the first one to break out. Might not be. Uh, one of the one things that was interesting was, like, if you look at, like, in the first movie, the first person that yeah. we ever see collected, so to speak, yeah. he was, like, he had, like, that fucking, uh, like, the shackles that were through his feet tying him to the yeah. inside of the chest right mm -hmm. Arkin was the only one that you know other than her it looked like uh, Arkin was kind of thrown in you know just quick and quick and dirty on the side of the road right yeah. and it, it was almost kind of the same for her he had a big scenario a lot of people dead now and cops are coming throw her in and go so I, th I think that most people probably end up like the very first person that we ever saw where they're they're kind of not in a good place to leave or even if they do get out they don't get very far so yeah. there's one Especially thing I always try to understand so, the, the chest that he keeps him in is that just like a travel case is that like their yeah. permanent storage a little bit of both old steamer trunks just yeah. you know and at the end of the movie there's like ten of them lined up outside <clears throat> yeah that's right so you see like a whole collection of steamer trunks there's that word again <clears throat> Had to wait for a sale to come on. Grab all those. No, those are antique. He's had them a while. <laughs> he collected them for a while. Yeah. Oh, I don't like. Where you reckon this... that's probably what started? He probably <clears throat> collected trunks, and then he went to an antique shop to buy like the creme de la creme trunk, and yeah. the antique owner was just a right proper arsehole and wouldn't sell it to him. He said, "Yeah, hey, I'll fucking show you." you. Crammed him in the trunk. the trunk, brought it home. He's like, "Damn right, yeah." This now is I know what, I what like. to put. Yeah, I know what to put in these trunks now. Now, now you're People. part of the collection, bitch. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, Elena, you say she's kind of OP, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think that she was just a little bit smarter than the average bear, if you know what I mean. Hey, don't don't be talking bad about her. I'm not talking bad about her. I said I think that she was just a little Leave. smarter. 
Elena alone. Emma, Emma Fitzpatrick. Hmm. Yes, Emma Fitzpatrick. She's just a little Never smarter right. than the average bear. Is all it is. She got out. She was. She looks was... really good with short hair. I didn't even recognize her at first when I went back to watch this movie. I was like, "Geez, I... who the hell is that?" And then I went back and I was like, "Oh, well, it's Emma Fitzpatrick." I haven't... With with the short hair, she's to me she's almost unrecognizable compared to some of the other stuff that she's done. So, yeah. all right, um, Josh. Yes. Seeing how this is going to be the first time that you've seen this movie. Yes. Let's get your notes. Let me guess. Let me guess what's going to happen next. Go ahead. What? Josh is going to talk about special effects. You're, no, you're wrong. That's S- not what I do. S- the fuck down, no. Josh. Wow. <laughs> notes. Oh. Please. All right, I got some trivia. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Trivia time with Josh. <laughs> no, no, don't do that. It's horrible. It's sacrilegious. Um, my first viewing of the collection took place January twenty fourth, two thousand twenty one, at eight oh six p.m. Uh, nice shoes was the first line I got here. Uh, I liked it when they popped him right in the nose. The old pop right in the nose. That was great. Uh, why does he take his chest with him on his next job? So we, we've seen this twice now, where he takes like a he takes like a travel companion with him. Because he took Arkham with him to the job site, and then on the other one he took that little businessman, whatever his name was. Mm-hmm. Strange. Uh, he's really pushing it. He went from a family of four to a nightclub of like 200 people. This is how you know it's a sequel. Yep. I say he's got to be an engineer or something with the level of these designs. The wheat thrasher. Always wanted to see one of those huge farm piece equipments hack someone up. I was not disappointed. Whenever I see one of those, I always think like a horror movie. I was like, man, that's like next level wood chipper. Yep. Uh, she just got collected. I said. <laughs> that, that's like that's like his catchphrase if he was actually talking. You just got collected. You just got collected, bitch. <laughs> 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 yeah. Puts a glasses on. <laughs> uh, hey, it's the guy from Oz. That was pretty neat. I haven't seen him in much since that. Uh. How is this chick the first person to break out of the box? That just, it irked me when she got out. I didn't want her to get out. Not like that. I wanted to be like someone fucked up and let her out. If, it, if you make it that easy to get out, it, it'll you lose credibility. This guy's got a whole hotel with like 200 collectibles. Who knows? Maybe he wanted her to get out. Oh, Maybe. no. Yeah, that's true. Josh, the collection. What? The collectible was out of the box. I know, that's no good. Oh, no. <sighs> uh. It's going to get damaged. Uh, multiple color trunks. I wonder if different colors correspond to different things about the people. Uh, I thought he would have, like, a zoo, not a morgue. He's so attached to spiders because he's like one, setting his traps. Well, your doorman is toast, bucko. They are destroying his collection. He's going to be real sour. When they just start, like, opening and firing on the free-range collectibles. 
He's going to be pissed. <laughs> the free range collectibles. <laughs> On the free rangers. He's got body piles just like everywhere's. Uh, he's fusing body parts together. Uh, they really reminded me of the scenes in Tusk. Mm -hmm. I was like, this guy, they're probably buddies. The Tusk guy and this guy. Uh, these mercenaries are literal garbage. I would not hire them. <laughs> the mechanical Iron Maiden was badass. That was mm. probably one of my favorite traps he had set up. Very cool. Uh, the collector is a horrible shot. He's like a Bond villain. Light the fuse and just walks away. Doesn't watch them die. It's like that's that's a bad idea. They're gonna get away. Uh, I don't know if it medically works, but man, it was cringe. The broken arm. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Good effects behind that one too. Mm. Oh yeah. Uh, good thing these are filled with water and not some super flammable chemical like formaldehyde, like uh... what they would actually have in there. Good, good. Nope, good. Nope. Because yeah, the formaldehyde uh, would also uh... not be blue. Yeah, but like when you store body parts like that, you can't just storm in water. It would definitely no. be in formaldehyde. Yeah. yeah. And that step will light the fuck up. Oh, will it ever. Uh, the father is thinking, damn, now I don't need to pay those mercenaries. Great. Rich stays rich. Yep. <laughs> That's the worst. Now he has to start his collection all over again. <laughs> so That's what I felt right in the chest. Like someone just booted me. This poor guy's gonna start all over again. Somebody breaks into I'm his house. I'm hoping that was just. I'm hoping he has like a backup collection somewhere, maybe like another warehouse or something. Possibly. Don't store all your eggs in one basket. Uh, he speaks, and then I just wrote part three question mark. Those are my notes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, um, <clears throat> interesting. I could see Aaron's eyes you know, lighting up at a few things that you said there. And yeah, the, the total agreeance with some of that. Like, uh, you would figure that they would have like formaldehyde that they were using for the bodies and stuff like this. But then again, I'm thinking to myself, I don't think he expects to stick around that long. What do you mean? I get the impression that he hops around. I get the impression that this was like a temporary thing. He'd probably be there only for maybe six months to a year at the most. And then he's off to something else. Cause oh, no, hey. You know, all the traps. See the collection? Yeah, like there was so much stuff there. That's definitely a primary residence, hey, home base. He was a busy bastard. Look at the t for beginning of the movie. It was like every day or something. He was doing something. So you know. Okay. Aaron. Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. let's let's hear from the Phantom. Yeah. Mm. All right, and then. <laughs> Adam, that was so bassy in my ear when you said that. <laughs> you just randomly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a lot more <laughs> you guys drank your silly juice tonight. I know. Ridiculous. Yeah. Well, boys, uh, I enjoyed this immensely. I like the production value of uh, what they spent on the uh, special effects in this one. The crew that was involved in the first one was obviously involved in the second one, but instead of having like 10 people-ish on the first one, this one has 35 
nice. makeup artist running this show. It's a lot of makeup. Yeah, shit including the return of uh, Gary Tunnicliffe, right? He came back for this one. Of course, he's responsible for Feast 1, 2, 3, a bunch of other really cool movies and stuff. But the people that he had involved in this were pretty solid. They were all involved in the first one. They've been involved with this producer and directors and stuff for quite a while. So you know that they're... They all like how each other works. Uh, so this this actually, uh, you could tell, again, in this film, that everything was pretty solid for effects, including that broken arm scene. So I started out with, you know, I mean, Shooter McGavin. Shooter! When he showed up, I literally did that in the air by myself, in the basement. I felt like a, like a winner. <laughs> yeah. Felt like something. Felt like uh, opening credits I thought were pretty cool again I didn't mind the way that they did the opening credits thought they were kind of neat maybe didn't I didn't I didn't not like the opening credits because of the way that they were done there you go I did uh, my next note is holy shit combine the doom yeah yeah that was well, cool yeah that was pretty cool eh? that thing comes down and everybody's like staring at it like is this something in the club that that is supposed to happen. The acid's kicked in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it was like mayhem, right? It was really good. I, I enjoyed that. Um, broken arm effects were absolutely insane. And when you do like a prosthetic like that in in silicone, you know it's going to it's going to look really good, right? Because silicone and everything flexes and, and you know, it, it can expand really well and you can see the movement in that. And it's just, it definitely has the cringe factor for mm -hmm. sure in that. Um, when he undoes the, or he goes to undo the lock and the bone is up there and you see him kind of throwing his arm over, right? Ah. It's true because his bone, his bones are broken, but his muscles will still work right to some degree right so he would be able to move his fingers like wow. a little bit but it would be some painful i would imagine and yeah. uh, i thought when they the time that they spent on it they probably could have just a little bit more because you would have been sitting on the couch just going okay end already end already but it was pretty cringeworthy the way it was the, the best part i liked about that just to be to be open was like you said the mm. silicone prosthetic itself you could see the bones shifting below the fucking oh. surface, and it just it added the extra cringe factor because they weren't breaking yeah. the surface. It wasn't just like right. some compound fracture sticking out. It was no. movement beneath the skin. That made yeah. it worse. They had, the hair, they had the hair all punched in and laid down. So when it when the bone pushed up on the flesh on the silicone, you could see the hairs kind of moving and stuff. So it adds to your. Uh, you know, you're basically your analysis of is this real or is this fake? This is disgusting. Oh my gosh! Right. Yeah. So that was pretty. It was a really good effect. I that was uh, that was a one. Um, awesome effects in the collector's lab. I really like uh, his uh, his setting that he had in there um, with his bodies and 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 things like that. Um, one note I I made here was Arkin's arm cast. So the cast that was on his arm was way too loose in some of the scenes i'm like oh no oh no it doesn't look right it doesn't look good um it looks like they just kind of casted like a loose a loose thing so we could act with it and things like that but i did notice that it was it wouldn't have been a real looking it wasn't a real looking cast because casts are usually a little tighter to hold your bone in line right mm -hmm. so and they could have done that with 
you know, they could have, they could have closed it in, but still had a space underneath and been careful with how, how the way they, they shot it. Right. Um, that was probably one of the only things in the film that I noticed that was a little, eh, right. That I probably would have done something a little different on. It was still all right if you're not noticing it because you're not really looking at it. You're looking at the actor, like his face and shit like that. So um, the spider scene can go screw itself. So <laughs> if you know me, I can't see spiders, right? The tarantulas, no, 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 no. Not going there, no. Just burning the whole building down. That'd be good. He did <laughs> at the end. Yeah, well, there, there you go. Well, that got There's rid of the spider. spiders. Right, yeah. <laughs> or did it? Dun, dun, dun. Maybe, maybe not. Nice spike death from the ceiling. So when that big, you know, with the mercenary there is lowering down, and I'm like, ooh, that was kind of cringeworthy as well. Uh, it reminded me a lot of, like, like Saw, definitely. Yeah, yeah some of the shots in that, um, absolutely. Uh, all body parts that were in the, um, that were in the basement with the free-range people. Uh, yeah, they... Uh, that was pretty cool with the, with the stack of body parts and, and things on the bottom of that chute. Um, it was bloody. It was, it, it looked wet and dank down there and it just gave you the, you know, I don't even know. I didn't even hear. Do you guys, did you guys hear like flies and stuff in the soundtrack? Cause I don't remember hearing yeah, flies. I think I did. did you? Yeah. yeah I okay. I Maybe I just, yeah. Cause that adds to it. Eh? just sound with an effect like that. Yeah. The things are wrong. You reckon that's what he feeds them? Maybe. Free Rangers. Is that what they got to eat? Free Rangers. Hmm. Maybe. They're not grasping, uh, that's for sure. <laughs> the collector's demented museum is insane. So it kind of yeah. reminded me of a shot in House on Haunted Hill where they had the sculptures uh, inside yes. the glass cases, right? Yeah. Um, but on, a little bit on a different level, but it, it my, that, that thought came right into my head as soon as I saw it. I really like that kind of thing. Um, incredible paintings. So there's some really wild-looking paintings in the backgrounds and stuff in this location, and I and my eyes were going to them. I'm like, man, that is demented, and that added to to me. That added to the how demented this collector is. Um, and that's a nice little whoa, secondhand. I immediately, as soon as you said, as soon as you said it, I, I looked right at you. What do you mean demented? It was. Did, did you? I see thought we established this. What? <laughs> <laughs> keep going, Aaron. Keep going. Messed up. Uh, the guy is like the Batman of serial killers. He's got all these really cool tools and shit that he's using to kill people and things like that. And yeah, he's like the Batman of serial killers. Where does he um, get those wonderful toys? The blonde died a crushing blow. That was pretty pretty cool as well. Um, breaking arm scene is brutal and fantastic. So where he, uh, what is it? He re-breaks it. Yep. In the bars. In the bars. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. that was absolutely brutal. Brutal. Yeah. Um, the cheek stab was, was very fluent. Oh, um, yes. it was, it was pretty cool. And the CG that they used in that I thought was, was decent. It, it happened so fast that you're like, Oh, Oh, that had to hurt. Oh, yeah, that had to hurt. But see, the, be uh, the best part about that, and I'm just going to throw this out there, the best part about that yeah. wasn't that they elaborated on it. It's that here's no. Arkin on top of him punching him, and he stabs him, yeah. and Arkin's still punching him. Like, there was no hesitation. He just kept beating the shit out of him, even though he gets stabbed yeah. in the face. 
He was like, this guy's going down. I don't care what he does to me. I'm taking this guy out. I'm done with this guy. Yeah. I don't care if I get stabbed <laughs> both cheeks. I don't care. Right? Yeah. I don't care if I have to put a straw into my cheek to, to, to sip on my little juice box. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> the one thing I did notice about the cheek injury was that there, there was no emphasis on the, the serious cheek injury. So the effects afterwards on it were very minimal compared yeah, to what happened. Like slash looking thing. It was just little, little, yeah, little slashes. I think he would have been bleeding. I mean, that's a pretty fleshy part of your your face, right? That would just be bleeding like a son of a bitch. Dude, you bite the inside of your cheek and you bleed for hours. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, if the bodies were preserved in embalming fluid, and you know where I'm going with this, smashing the displays would have ignited everything. Yeah. Formaldehyde is flammable. And that's my last note. It's a good note. Yeah. That whole place, if, those, if that was formaldehyde, like Josh said earlier, and those <laughs> were smashed, that whole place would be just gone, right? Mm. Formaldehyde's terrible for you. <clears throat> is it, though? It is. It's in cigarettes. Cancer-causing. Okay. Greetings from Tromaville. I'm Lloyd Kaufman, president of Troma Entertainment and creator of the Toxic Avenger. You know, folks, when we're not making those great movies like Tromeo and Juliet and Return to Return to Nukemai, a.k.a. Volume 2, the Troma team and I like to kick back and, and, and listen to They Cast from the Coast. They Cast from the Coast is, is really the best entertainment, the best education, and the best emotional liberation that uh, uh, Lloyd Kaufman can possibly experience. Thank you. Thank you, Aaron. That means it is time to move on to the next part of our show. A very special, what is it, Adam? A very special part of the show that's very dear to all of our hearts. Can you yeah. guess what it is? I have no idea. Trivia time with Sam! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it doesn't work with everything. There's not a lot of trivia. Okay. This movie, which is kind of unfortunate, because I'm looking at it, and I'm like, ugh. So just maybe, maybe, yeah, I could just make some up. Just or... throw in a couple made-up ones along the way, and we'll see if we can make that <coughs> This was for Bruce Campbell's first film. <laughs> <laughs> now, so what I'm going to do, this is going to uh, be one of those, those, those special trivia times, where it's trivia and continuity goofs. errors goofs goofs trivia okay so adam adam i need okay, you to do it again right. but i'm goofs this time into it all right it's still trivia but it has goofs in it as well all right goofy you time know, all right everybody you know what time <laughs> it is goofs here i can see that means what time is it adam? It, that means it's time for trivia time add in some goofs with tim <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of jazzy. I like that. that. I like that. That's soulful. Wow. Soulful. Okay. Soul to it. So uh, the uh, Hotel Argento, where the collector has his victims, is a nod to the cult Italian horror director 
Dario Argento. Love it. Mm. (laughs) Mannequins. The mannequins are not the film. Maniac. Hey, we saw that film. Did. Did. Elena, roughly translated, means bright one in Greek and Spanish origin. At around 17 minutes, if you look closely at the police arresting Arkin in the hospital, one of them is horror director John Gulera G.U. Gulliger? Gulliger. (laughs) Gulliger? Okay. Gulliger. Logger. I see. Um, who's uh, collaborated with Marcus Dunstan on other films. So that's the end of the trivia. So that sucks. But I got a shit ton of goops. They done goofed. They done goofed. They done. At around 14 minutes, when Arkin escapes the party by jumping through the window, he's barefoot and bloody. However, when falling from the window, landing on the car, and walking down the street, he's wearing oh, blue, blue shoes. Soon after the hospital... He's barefoot again. Goof. Are you all right, Darren? I don't know, man. I didn't catch that one. I, I think I'm out of it here. It's pissed this at himself. Yeah, all right, let's right. see. Let's, let's see if Aaron caught this. When the collector's dogs attack Arkin and the others, the tattoo on Arkin's right shoulder is missing when he is bit by the dog. Yes. I forgot to write that one down. I did see that one. Arkin lets Paz break his arm. Then, when he fights the collector, starting at, uh, okay, so at an hour and one minute, Arkin lets Paz break his arm. Then, when he fights the collector, starting at 105, he uses both arms to grab, punch, and throw the collector. Did I not say that to you, Adam? You did. I, th- I thought I said that to you. Yeah. I asked if that would be like, because that didn't make sense. If you have a busted arm, you'd be like throwing him into the chute. Yeah. Okay. Elena's bra understrap disappears, then reappears multiple times throughout the film. Just just keeps going and coming back. At one twelve, where Arkin goes to the collector's house to confront him, he shows no marks on his cheek at all. Even though he was stabbed right through both of his cheeks while fighting the collector. The door Abby uses to lock everyone in the room is a diff- is different from the door the collector later opens. Uh. Abby locks herself and others in a room with a lock on the door. But when the collector appears, the lock disappeared from that door. Oh, that was a blatant one, too. Damn. I was... Aaron. See, uh, I was just so, so, so ready to blame Adam. You know that. Anyways. When Arkin breaks through the window to escape the collector at the club, he lands on a parked car. The windows of the car blow out before he even makes contact with the roof. Are you sure? I'm going to go back and watch it. You should. You're right. I know you're going to be right on it. And because Aaron is so fucking knowledgeable about these things, okay? (laughs) This is what I'm going to end it on. The fluid used in the preserving tanks, usually formaldehyde, is highly flammable. And when Elena smashes the tanks near the end of the movie, the liquid inside should have ignited and caused even more damage. Well, in in all regards, I mean, Josh mentioned that first, so he caught that first. Was it Josh? Yeah. 
All right. I, I had it written down too, so you know we both caught it, I guess. But Josh, Josh went first. So. Uh, yeah, you, 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 <laughs> no, you both get you both get a point. You both get full points. Yeah, we got a point, Josh. Yeah. And that is the end of what I have to say. The end of Trivia Time with Added Goofs by Tim. <laughs> with Added Goofs. <laughs> All right. Gentlemen, it is time to give our final thoughts on this movie. And tonight I'm going to start with Josh. Yes. Yes, it is time. <laughs> I like this film as I like the first one. I think I like the first one a little bit more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it just had more of a creepy vibe to it. This one, kind of like the hotel. Is that, isn't that the name of the movie? What's that foreign film where they're in the hotel? Raid. Where they're like crashing through the levels of the, of the hotel. Oh, the Raid. Was, yeah. We just watched yeah. that over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, kind of gave me like a that vibe. Uh, more so than like a home invader vibe. Uh a little bit to see a bit of the collection itself which is pretty cool I had a little bit more lore you see all these rooms with all these trunks really gives you an idea that this guy has been doing this for a long time he's got a lot in his collection um despite the fact that i think the, i like the first one a little bit more i'm still going to give this one an hour i'm still going to rate it an hour it, it still has all the, the the great aspects that the first one had it's got a great villain it's got some pretty wicked effects, and it ramps up the the saw traps. We'll call them. Nicely said. Cool. Nicely said. Huh. Yeah. Tim. That is. Yeah. Oh me. You. Get to go next. Yes. Um, I love this movie. I love it equally as I do with the first one, and that's saying something for like a sequel. Um. It did, like I said, the 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 good thing of what a sequel should do was continue, continue the story, but raise it and add more and yeah. And at the the end, I, I I'm excited for a third one. Um, I feel that this, along with uh, the collector, are very 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 forgotten. Like no one even really knows these movies, and that's stupid because these movies are awesome. Um, I feel that. Um, I like them better than Saw. And I know, like, you know, Saw's kind of... You either like it or you don't. Um, but I feel like this this is what Saw should have been. Like, I don't know. Um, it doesn't feel like it's just violence for violence. Um, this movie's creepy, man. Like, he walks into that... Uh, the morgue his, where he's got dead bodies. And he's, like, walking by that, like, you know, corpse of the woman. And he, like, touches her head. I was like, this dude's creepy. And then um, I feel like a lot of the traps were better. Um, there's there's some issues that I do have with it, though. I felt that Arkin literally became like John McClane at the end. Yeah. Like, like I was just like diehard vibes, the fire. He's all beating up the tank top. Like, it's just I got John McClane vibes. Um, I felt that the, the final fight was kind of dumb. Um here we are over the course of two movies hyping up that the collector is this apex predator and he gets beaten by some guy with a broken arm. Like it just didn't, I didn't like that. I mean, I get to progress the story. Maybe Arkin got the better of him because adrenaline and he's fight or flight. I don't know. Um, 
but that's that's the only real thing that I don't like about this movie um, is just how the collector got beat, and then like you know the the you know that final scene where he shows up in his house, you know. So um, I'm still gonna give it an R um, because, like I said, this this one and the the first one are are uh, very underappreciated in my opinion, and I feel more people need to see it. I recommend them all the time. Hey, that's that's my rating. Recommended. I recommend. I recommend this all the time. Um, it's really good. Sweet, Aaron. Uh, I share some of the same sentiments as Tim. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed the second one just as much as the first, maybe a little more just because of the amount of crazy effects that were in this, uh, the body parts in the free range area in the basement, um, was awesome. All of the, the attention to detail in the, in the, I call it the museum with all the, you know, all the casings full of formaldehyde or whatever with the body parts all attached. Like that would have taken a while to do. Um, you can tell that from the first from the first one where you have like 10, 10 people that are doing makeup and then you go to the second one and you've got 35 people doing it, you can tell the jump that they had with the effects from the first one to the second one. Um, as you guys know, I'm a big fan of effects. So no. I did like... <laughs> I did really? like the first one. Okay, I, I got to put this... I, I think I like the first one maybe just a tad bit more um, because you could tell that there was a smaller budget and they had, like I said before, they had like the sandbox thing going on with the first one where it took place in that house. And they kind of did this again in this one where it's a sandbox thing, but it's in a bigger house. It's in this big, you know, hotel and things. Right. Um, that was cool. I, I, I like that. And I'm sure that they saved a bunch of money shooting in one location uh, like that, or make you think that they shot in that one location. Uh, but they were able to up the ante when it came to all the effects in this. So um, pretty much everything in it, I thought that they nailed really well. Uh, there were a couple little things like the knife through the cheeks and and, and Arkin throwing the collector down the, the, the laundry chute there or whatever with his broken arm. I, I didn't know, you know, I kind of questioned that. Um, the collector's not a small dude. And, uh, and Tim, you said it right. Like, you know, the collector's been collecting all these bodies and everything. And then some dude with a broken arm kind of throws them down the, down the tube, but it was entertaining. It was an entertaining thing. And, and through the whole, through the whole film right to the very end, I was like, Oh shit. Okay. It's over. Well, that was cool. I enjoyed that. So based on that, I'm also going to give it a, an R three. And, And these are highly underrated. I agree. These are kind of like the, you know, like an 80s movie brought to the 2000s, to, 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 to this time. And I think a lot of people have missed out on this. And they shouldn't. They should watch this review and check it out for themselves and make, make their, their own assumption on this. But I thought it was great. It holds, it, they, it holds its own. 100%. 100%. Yeah. All right. So, I believe this movie is a perfect continuation of the first movie. 
If you like the first one, you're going to like this one. This this is... <laughs> Adam saying dumb shit again. <laughs> no, I just... It's like, I believe this movie is the worst movie ever made. <laughs> like, that's how... Like, Anyways, I'm sorry, Adam. No I didn't worries. mean to interrupt you. I believe this is the perfect continuation of the first movie. I believe, like, when I watch these movies and I watch them back to back, it feels like one big giant story that feels great. There was the continuity between the two movies was awesome. But yes, they Empire Strike Back it. They they took something that was really good and then they, they upped the ante quite a bit. They changed locations, but it still felt familiar. They they enhanced the bad guy, gave him more, you know, to do. Um the one thing I'll disagree with you guys on about the end fight. I feel like the end fight itself was almost like the collector was playing along. If you really watch the way that he's fighting back, it feels and looks almost like he's almost purposely giving Arkin the upper hand. He's damaging Arkin. It's like he's playing with him. It really comes across that way. If you, if you go back and you watch that scene again and you watch the way that he's fighting, he really he really comes across like he's playing with Arkin. See, I see the collector as kind of physically feeble. He relies on his traps and his intellect to get them in there. So once Arkin lays hands on him, that's it. You're done for. Broken yeah. Or what? Yeah, but see, the thing is, is the collector's still a big dude. Mm-hmm. Like he's yeah. Yeah. bigger than Arkin. Is, I mean, he right? literally picks people Arkin... up and drags them around. Arkin's got this fucking adrenaline rush and like, you know, he's trying to impress the fucking girl with the short hair. I'm going to save her. Right. I got you, babe. But, I mean, <laughs> right. But I mean, I, I, I agree with you to a point, Adam, but like when he gets thrown down and then lit on fire, I don't think that was part of the plan. No, I don't think that that was part of the plan. I think that he was going with it and all of a sudden it was like, oh shit. Okay. Well, I can deal with this. Wait, fire bad. And, and he finds his way out though, obviously. So it, I, at no point, I still think that he was confident in the situation. Cause that at no point did he feel like he was going to end up dead there. Cause he didn't. Mm. Yeah. So he knew his way out. He was going to be, he was going to live to fight another day. There was no doubt about it. Um, the characters in this were great. Even the fodder characters, just because they're they're fucking fodder, so you, you kind of yay, they're dead. It's great. Um, I love the visuals. The macabre, morbid visuals in this movie are beautiful. They're they're amazing. I love the art. I love everything behind that. And more than anything, though, I still think that the collector himself, aside from the movie being very underrated, the collector himself is an underrated fucking guy. He is a badass in the annals of horror. Like when you're when you're looking at people like like we were saying before, like Jigsaw and shit. Jigsaw makes traps and he he's cool and he has people who help him out and everything else. But here we have everything that Jigsaw should be. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. The guy that oh shit my trap's not working and he goes in and beats the shit out of the guy. Then you know what I mean? Like he is he's a serial killer that likes to play with traps too. It's it's great. So I gotta add to Adam. I, his his mask and everything in this was just as good as it was in the first one. Like, you know, the way that he looked, the way that different it, it, do you, do you think it's the same mask? It's the it same mask. It's like a different me. actor. I, I think they probably, I yeah, different actor. I I, I 
I think they freshened it up. They probably made four or five of them just to have them in case because they had a lot of scenes where he was tightening the back of his mask, right? You never know what might happen. One of the eyelets might pull out or whatever. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, um, yeah, it was just as sharp as, as they kept it. The continuity with the mask and everything looked great. Um, and and it was hard to tell. You couldn't even tell that it was a different actor, right? Yeah. Um, no. I, well, I mean, if you look at IMDb, I believe the, the, the first guy is like – Mediterranean or something, or Latino like or something, he's something, yeah. right? Where this this guy's he's just a white guy, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. But you know what? He's still intimidating uh, in the role, and he's yeah. still keeping up with the whole appearance of the first movie too. Shirt tucked in, fucking cargo pants, yeah. and the and the uh, the mask, and and you know that's all he needs, right? And he's badass that way. So OCD too, Adam. OCD, like you see his is. You know his keys hanging off his, and he's touching things as he's going by. And yeah, he's very... and everything's all lined up perfectly on his belt. Everything's tucked in perfectly, right? Yeah. You know that he's kind of, you know, obviously he's a little loose. He's blind. Well, yeah, <laughs> he's not blind. The end of the movie. The end of the movie proves that he's not blind because he's How? reading his mail as he's walking into the fucking door. Is he though? He is though. <laughs> maybe it's Braille mail. Shut up, Aaron. Maybe, maybe. He's partially blind. Partially blind. Like we discussed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That works. But I really like the ending of this movie because the ending of this movie feels full circle from the first ending. You know what I mean? You have in the end of the first one, Arkin gets tossed in the box. In the end of this one, he gets tossed in the box. I can't wait to see what happens between now and the third movie to, to see how Arkin ends up in jail. And obviously the collector gets out, right? So some shit happens, but, uh, Maybe he's got Let's a hope partner. they do it well. Let's hope they do it right. Maybe there's more Let's than one collector. There's an Ed, underground collection. Do you guys collection. think he's? Do you, do you think they're going to show his face? I Ooh. hope not. Yeah, well, I, I don't. Hope I don't know. I don't know. But I believe this is this is my theory about the third one. I believe that he's part of a bigger collective. I believe. That. Oh my god! What if this is a training and they fucking induct Arkin into the collection? Cool. Collect. That'd be cool. In the end, though, I think that he's not alone. I think, much like Josh, there are other collectors out there, and it's all part and partial of what's going on. It could end up yeah. being, it could end up being that the collector that we saw in the second one was not actually the one from the first one either. Yeah, like they, they, it's like, I have a yeah. feeling that there's more Aaron's than one of these guys. Right now, he's like mind blown a little bit. Yeah, no, it's like I, it's like I the shrine is all over the world, right? It's, it's a lot of work for one guy to do. Yeah, I think there's like a group of them. Yeah, I think I think the third one's going to bring out the fact that there's a small group of people that are actually doing this. So, yeah. in the end, I like this movie. I like it a lot, just like the first one. I think it's right there with the first one easily. I give it an R. So four R's, just the same as the first movie, gentlemen. Again? Again? And that's a good sign. That's a, that's a sign of something that people need to go out and watch. And these are good movies. They are, yeah. They are, they are something that definitely belongs in everybody's collection. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Aaron, sassy pants on. Sassy pants. Adam. Adam That's something I would sass. say. Fucking sass. All right. Well, gentlemen, good conversation tonight, and I just wanted to take a moment to thank everybody for tuning into this episode and listening to us rant and rave and pour the love all over this movie and its 
you know, other one. It's a prequel, obviously, uh, The Collector. So thank you very much once again. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Misunderstood Our Company. Like, share, subscribe. Don't forget to check us out on YouTube, Misunderstood Our Company. Like, share, and subscribe. We put out new content every week, always talking about awesome horror movies and different things. We do lots of other things on the Misunderstood Our Company, too. I'm going to put a pitch out there right now. You guys need to really be checking out the awesome art videos from our man, Tim Johnson. You should be checking that shit out. It is incredible. Get out of here. Yeah, I love it. I love it. It is amazing. It's amazing stuff, and it's been getting a lot of good traction, especially in the Star Wars communities from a lot of the new stuff that he's been doing. Check out a lot of that stuff there, guys. And don't forget, we also produce audio copies for general podcasts on all the major podcasting platforms, including, but not limited to, Google Play, iTunes, Amazon Music, Spotify. We're also on Patreon. Open up your heart and your wallet. Coffee time for Tim. Coffee time with Tim! <laughs> and until next time, Josh. Pose a question for you. The Collector versus Jigsaw versus Hannibal. They all have 24 hours to prepare. All out deathmatch. Who wins? Collector. You think? I'm calling it Collector. Yeah. Hmm. I'm going to say... Hmm, I'm going to say the collector, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that it wasn't an easy win for him. Oh, he's coming out injured. There's no doubt about it. Fucked yeah. up. Yeah. He's fucked up, yeah. yeah. He landed on that pile of body parts, right? He's probably got like a leg shoved right up his arse or something. <laughs> like, got to go get some surgery for that. Okay. Aaron, say goodnight. <laughs> You hey, bastard, say goodnight. Always, always, don't. Always don't. Just, just, just buy free range. That's all I have to say. Just free range. All right, and Tim. Stay safe. Stay spooky. And until next time, keep it creepy. Bye. <laughs>